Hey there, how's it going, everybody? That's right, if you can hear my voice, it is another wonderful episode of Button Mash, the Byte's very own editorial board podcast where we, the editors, hash out what's been going on lately in the world of nerdy news. I am your host, the podcast editor, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is the bosses of all boss. Courtney Tuckman, editor-in-chief. And the wonderful... Megan Duffy, creative director. Hey, thanks for joining me, guys. No problem. So, uh, I don't know if you're like me, but uh, I was so hyped about Pokemon Go when it first came out. I played it, like, nonstop. My phone was constantly dying, uh, and I didn't regret it at all. I didn't regret walking around shady neighborhoods after going after Rhyhorns. I was ready for that. <laughs> I, I was... bought a portable charger. Wow. That's dedication. Yeah, that <laughs> no, is some serious dedication. Uh, we did see a lot of articles coming out at first about people's serious dedication to Pokemon Go, um, namely when driving was one of the things. <laughs> uh, so then we later got the update of, uh, hey, you're going too fast. And then you just click, I'm a passenger, uh, which I think worked very well, except... Even if you're driving, you can just hit, I'm a passenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all passengers in this life. We're all passengers on a rock going Too deep for me. Too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Too deep. But uh, now there is a speed cap. God, an absolute so speed cap. That's such a stupid thing. Like, I mostly drive everywhere. Um, my family now lives several states away in South Carolina. So, you know, driving up here, I'm driving alone. So I'm not a passenger. But, you know, uh, when we're going places in South Carolina, like, hour, two hours away to go somewhere deep in the mountains, like, you know, I'd put on my phone when I had wife or when I had uh, 4G, and mm-hmm. I'd, uh, you know, see if I could catch something, if I could even, like, make sure I could catch it and get it in time before he drove past it. So it's, like, it's such a good time killer on the road, and the fact that they're, like, punishing people right. who are not driving, who are just strictly passengers. Because a lot of the audience are probably younger kids who can't drive yet. I mean, ob- yeah. like, there's a lot of adults, like, people our age, people even older than us. But, you know, a lot of these kids can't drive. Maybe they're riding their bikes in Pilgrim. That's probably very don't ride yeah, your bikes i've read pokemon. a lot of stories about uh, bike riding and Pokemon Go and like, detrimental effects. But the... Like, commute to school, like, on the school bus or, or whatever, yeah. might have been the only time that kids could play it. Right, especially yeah. when you live in rural areas. That was the, like, when I'm back home in the middle of cornfield nowhere, <laughs> uh, that was literally the only way I could ever, like, attempt to catch anything was on the drive into town. I would be, I would have my phone, I would have my boyfriend's phone, and I'd be double uh, Pokemon going, and I got good at that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just saying, like, multitasking there, making sure we both got the Pokemon. Sometimes I would let them slip by for him because he (laughs) had too many because he lived in a slightly less rural area. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and especially that's where the big uh, complaint is coming from is commuters, especially people who ride on, like, trains or, uh, like, in Japan. It's public transit is everywhere and that's wonderful but now they don't have that uh ability to play pokemon go while riding into work yeah it's 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 silly like you know it's i'm really lucky for where i live down in south carolina is i'm on the edge of a big old park Mm -hmm. so there's a bunch of uh, pokestops right by me nice uh so that's really nice and there's a lot of pokemon but it's like you know when I'm just having my dad drive me to the gym, because he and I go to the gym, like, there's Pokestops who pass by, and, you know, I'll get Pokestops, I will catch some Pokemans, 
And the fact that I'm not going to be able to do that now when I go home, I mean, I probably won't play that much when I go home. The, the Halloween update got me back into playing the game a little Same. bit. Same. That was exactly because it. Because it also had a good thing where it gave you more candy, mm-hmm. which is something the game just should have kept. Yeah, when I logged on for the Halloween update, I did it because I have a haunter that I'm desperately trying to evolve oh, into yeah. a Gengar. I got a Gengar. So, yeah, I was like, this is going to be my chance. And then I saw that the candy was upped so much more. When you caught Pokemon, it was doubled. And so I thought, oh, so they updated it because that would make people want to, like, stay on a lot more. Yeah. Because it it's hard out there mm-hmm. for a girl collecting candy, let me tell you. Because um, I don't want to catch... 60 Pidgeys or 11 Rattatas. I want to catch specifically the Pokemon that I'm trying to evolve. Yeah, like getting, because especially getting that Gengar, which is 100 candies. Like, if I'd been doing that on regular spawn with three, when it was only getting three candies for a catch and uh, one candy for a transfer, Mm -hmm. I would have never gotten that Gengar. No. Um, even if it had been just the regular amount of candies with the upped drop rates, I still doubt that I would have gone to Gengar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as much as Ghastly's were popping up during, like, the Halloween event, it was still pretty pitiful if you weren't, like, constantly looking at your phone as you walked around. And you had to be walking around. Like, I have quite the trek around campus now because of where I live. And that's been super beneficial for Pokemon Go, but not everyone benefits from my long commute. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of lucky because, like, I guess my apartment complex just spawns a bunch of Pokemon. Because I was just consistently, while I was just sitting in my room watching some Netflix, I was getting a bunch of uh, Gengar or Gastly's, Haunters, Cubones, Meowths. I ran out of Pokeballs. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great feeling. You know, like they it... actually thinking they now. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but thinking of this is like, you know, they now have daily rewards for catching a Pokemon and getting Pokestops. That's still not what people were asking for in terms of daily things mm-hmm. um daily things hey, hey. i'm daily your host <laughs> um <laughs> no but like because there's people who live out in rural areas without pokestops so it's hard for them to get a pokestop so if it was just like every day you'd log in get like five pokeballs maybe like 10 pokeballs and like maybe like a chance of getting like three great like at, like every week you'd get like uh, three great balls or three ultra balls, depending on which level you're at. Yeah. Like, that could have been a really, really smart choice. But Ni- I think the, the, the thing about Pokemon Go is Niantic just keeps shooting themselves in the foot. In the beginning, it was just the server stuff. Yeah. Which, which is understandable because, like, yeah. billions of people. Yeah. yeah like, but, a lot of people yeah, like, were on all at once. Yeah. And then they got rid of the tracking, which turned a lot, a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I stopped playing as much. Like, Yeah, I just, felt it tapering then, definitely. Yeah, like, you know, I wasn't one of the jerks who were trying to get refunds or everything. So I'm like, no, I still, I mean, I wish I could have gotten a refund for, like, the incense or anything that I put down and then my game crashed or something. Right. But, like, you know, I don't regret that stuff. But, like, I have not really done any microtransactions after that because I feel like Niantic just makes stupid decisions. Like, at first, it seemed like they were really listening to what people yeah. wanted because they gave the option that you could uh, petition for something to become a Pokestop. And a ton of really random things became Pokestops, and I think that's wonderful. And, again, especially helpful for people who live in rural areas. Yeah. But uh, from then on, it seemed to be kind of like, instead of making this an easy, pleasurable mobile game, they were like, 
we need to up the ante. We need yeah, to make Yeah, and like this how they got difficult. rid of all of those maps and like those user created maps that people yeah. made. Yeah. Like those were, yeah, you can call that cheating, but it was also, I mean, I never used it to go out and cheat. I just kind of see, hey, what pops up around my area? Yeah. And what pops up in uh, neighboring Greenville? So whenever I go down there, like I can kind of get, get a gauge as to what like I'd catch. Yeah. And it's interesting that like people were using the word like cheating and like using something to cheat because like, is this a game that you win? No, yeah. you don't. Like they're, the only competitive stuff in this are gym battles. I mean, if it was something, uh, even if this was. You, even if catching these Pokemon really mattered, like, you're not guaranteed that they're going to be a certain, like, combat power or anything. Like, they're not going to necessarily be a great Pokemon. You just kind of, like, like see, hey, there's a Machop. I love Machop. I love Machamps. Megan Duffy loves Machamps. That's a one, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I kind of want to go out, walk that mile to the, um, to the uh, uh, amphitheater and go catch that Machop so I can yeah. actually get my strong friend. And I don't, I don't think that's really cheating. Like, it's not honest per se, but when you have no way of tracking and, like, it's, I don't know. Like, Yeah, they, is, oh. they have a very specific experience in mind, I think, and, and that experience is everything is a surprise. Everything, yeah. you, there's no way to uh, calibrate, calculate, however you want to say it. Which isn't game. how people want to play it. Which yeah. isn't, yeah. I mean, you, you even look at the trailer they gave initially, which obviously it's a first trailer. Like, that's not going to be the real gameplay experience. Yeah. But it would have specifically so many uh, meters to the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Which would be great. Like, if I could be like, hey, I want to see, like, a Machamp. I want to get a strong friend to help me out. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> I thought um, you just said, strong Machamp, friend. a strong <laughs> friend. Hey, that's what Machamp is. Or eventually, you know, Garchomp when we get to be only good Pokemon of Gen 4. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just... Uh, there, I, I think I now see why Niantic's other game... Oh, uh, shoot, what's it called? Uh, Ingress. Ingress uh, did so poorly. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't want to listen to the fans. They, they they do what Niantic wants, and then they just go, oh, no, the fans, ugh. Just go yeah. They don't know what they want. Just just they go with yeah. Professor Bill some Yeah, more. That's, that's always the weird thing. It's like when it's like you don't know what you want. It's like, mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure when, like, 600,000 other people are saying the yeah. same thing that I am, it's not an unreasonable demand. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, especially with... Pokemon because Pokemon fans can be really calculating and methodical about their games. Oh, yeah. Like we have, you know, like professional players and like people who know typing down to mm-hmm. the uh, most minute detail. Uh, I just don't think that being like, oh, it's just you just have to go with it. Yeah. It's just an experience. Everything's supposed to just happen. Yeah. It's supposed to happen naturally. And it's like, no, I want to know exactly when or exactly where, exactly whatever, I can find this particular Pokemon. And for there to be a payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, like, upping the candy. Yeah. But, Like, so... you should definitely get, like, if you're, if, if you're transferring Pokemon, higher CP, higher evolutionary scales should give you more candy than, like, a CP 10 Pidgey. Like, your CP 5,000 Pidgeot should definitely be giving you more. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, (laughs) thinking back to the games, like, the games have, hey, this area has XYZ Pokemon. Yeah. It has this type Pokemon. You can go. You can look what it has. It always has those. 
if they did that for areas and you know changed it up every couple of weeks like i think they did that a little, a little bit with the pokemon with the pokeness like have it like hey heritage park in simpsonville south carolina well where i'm from the earth right now it has uh beedrill it has uh the whole beedrill line has a whole beautify line not beautify butterfree line it has um the ghastly line and it has um the dragonite line yeah it has those four lines. Go catch Pokemon there in a couple of weeks. I'll update. That gets familiarity with the area. It gets people walking around, going to these areas, trying to catch these specific Pokemon. That'd be, I don't know, like that's just off the top of my mind right now. But that would, I don't know, be a way to get close to the feel of how the games work. Yeah, because like in the Pokemon world, people mm-hmm. would know like, hey, in this area, there's specifically this kind of Pokemon. And it's like if Niantic is really trying to give that natural experience, yeah. it, that's how it would be. But Niantic has been uh, making some strides uh, toward getting better, uh, getting people back on. Um, they had the Halloween event, which obviously I, I got back on yeah, for the same. first time in months for that. Um, so I ran out of and, uh, Yeah. And now they're saying also last week, I believe it was, they said that uh, they were going to try to get more rare Pokemon spawning more often yeah. and less Pidgeys. I think so that they're making Pidgeys. it. I think they made it so Rattatas and Pidgeys no longer spawn from eggs. Yeah. I haven't hatched an egg in months, though. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm not walking around with Pokemon Go open anymore. Like, over the summer, I was walking around taking walks. For sure, yeah. And, like, Pokemon Go is open. Now I'm, like, walking around campus. My phone's off. I'm listening to music. I have yeah. my music, and I'm not paying attention that's, to anything. That's the thing, too, is that uh, essentially nothing has been done about the battery issue. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know if, if anything use a pedometer, be that'd be done? really awesome. Like, if, if... I mean, they had the, like, accessory that you could buy but I mean, like who's gonna do that i'm not gonna spend i you know i have a fitbit i don't need i don't i'm not wearing my fitbit right now no it's not like the audience can see that because this is an audio podcast but like Great i'm not job, i know uh, <laughs> I'm, but you know i'm not gonna spend what 30 bucks on a flipping pokemon go thing when i'm rarely playing pokemon go now. yeah i thought it was going to be like required Um, when they first teased it in the original trailer, but, um, then it was like, oh, so you don't have to have it. You can have your phone. That would be really cool if people could sync it up to their smartwatches or like I have a Fitbit Ulta, which essentially is just a pedometer that looks really nice. Yeah, yeah, like, but, uh, says you. <laughs> oh, it could just be so, like, it would be so smart if they, you know, made Fitbit compatibility, like, because that would... That would be smart, but not enough to I mean, make people give up your cash to them. Nintendo so. historically makes horrific decisions, and Niantic apparently <laughs> also makes horrific decisions. So, like, putting that, it's like the god dang Titanic, dude. Yeah. Like, it was magnificent, and boy, it went down fast. <laughs> so <sighs> it goes down fast at exactly uh, 1% battery per minute. Oh, are you serious? Uh, as the latest update. That are doesn't you, surprise me. If are you, you If you serious? have it open and running, yes. That's insane. Yes. Um, God damn. Wow. It depends on the phone that you have, but uh, essentially. I have my cons- phone eight. Like Pokemon Go ate my phone's battery. Oh yeah, like, same. It was dude having just my phone open, scrolling through Facebook, but, scrolling like, you through ha- Twitter. Do, do you have an iPhone? Yeah, I have an iPhone. Yeah, see, 5S. I have an Android, um, and yeah. like it's. I think it's, it's particularly bad on Android. Well, it is, iPhones um, are also really bad. I mean, because I now have a three-year-old, two, three-year-old um, iPhone, which means 
Apple wants me to replace it, so the battery life is horrific now. I'll be on my bed just for like 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, just scrolling through Facebook, Twitter, catching up in the morning, like what I missed last overnight, mm-hmm. and I'll be down 20, 30%. Yeah, um, according to the Pokemon Go Hub on Reddit, it is uh, Android specifically that has this real problem of Ooh. 1% per minute. So That does not yeah. surprise me. That sounds pretty Yay. accurate. Oh, um, but then that also, I mean, we have Pokemon Go for Apple Watch now. That is, um, I don't know if it's out yet, but um, that was part of the it's Apple conference this year. It's pretty hard to play Pokemon Go on that. A, yes, hard to play. So small. B, I can't imagine the battery on that. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do? Are you going to like walk around with like your wrist in front of your eyes? I mean, like, I'm assuming that it's just going to be a glory pedometer because what it really instead of the distance traveled it really should be a flipping pedometer because like have it have it hook up with your phone because i don't want to having location services all the time because that's what kills your battery yeah um but have it have it hook up with your phone and use it to count because i think apple has a pretty decent pedometer in it yes it does actually yeah so like have that uh, handle i don't know the the specific uh, android phones because there's a million different brands right you know have it uh communicate with that like because, you know, when I would be on the treadmill, I'd have Pokemon Go. Because I, at first, I assumed that it was counting the pedometer. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I may not be walking around outside, but I'm still walking, like, yeah. two, three miles. It so, still counts. you know. That's, that's the thing, too, is that I thought with Pokemon Go, I could be on, like, an exercise bike yeah. for a little bit. Uh, you know, moving the phone, jostling it uh, enough for it to register. But, nope. nope, you have to <laughs> get out there into the world. Yeah, which it's just silly, like. Do they reward. expect me to do that in winter? Yeah. Yeah. Reward people for exercising. Like, you know, if you, because this is very much so a game that it's supposed to get you out and doing things. And that was really successful getting people out into their neighborhood. But yeah, when winter's coming up, like, we're in Indiana. Yeah. It, it's flipping cold here. It was very obvious for them to release during summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Overall, about uh, Pokemon Go, I feel very Adele about it. We could have had it all <laughs> rolling in the deep. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Sorry. Yeah. Get back to your cage. Okay, I'll go uh, now. You know, you know what that that ma- that song makes me feel like "Under the Gun" by the Killers. Oh my gosh! Uh, kill me now, kill me now, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that pun made me feel. Oh man! If you like music, dear listeners, be sure to listen to our brand new premiere episode of the Deadbeat Podcast, the Be- Deadbeat Club, I should say, I really where we love talk that about name. music. Yay! Yay! Plug. Shameless music plug is, is shameless. Great. Love music. Yeah. Have terrible taste in music, though. Yeah. But okay, let's all take a breath. This is mostly <gasps> <gasps> after we've talked about Niantic long <laughs> enough. So let's talk about uh, Nintendo as a whole and its strategy for uh, its expansion into mobile games. You mean it's terrible strategy? Okay, I didn't want to be as salty I as love, before, listen, but yeah, I love Nintendo. Oh, they make such bad decisions. Nintendo just makes such bad decisions. I'm excited for the Animal Crossing mobile I'm game. excited about Animal Crossing. I, I think out Crossing. of all of their titles, that is the one that screams mobile to me the most. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, because the, the Animal Crossing games, the best games have been on their portable consoles. Yep. Uh, Wild World and uh, New Leaf. New Leaf. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, GameCube one, it's the GameCube one, like, it's the original one, like, that's great. Uh, City Folk. City folk was like, okay, you can go to the city. What else? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, and even then, like, I'm like, okay, I don't want to play this on my TV, like, 
on my DS, like this is great. Like I love just walking around talking with people, decorating my house. Like on the TV, on the TV, I could be playing uh, Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah. It's it definitely there's a dissonance between like what you want to be doing while you're out and about and what you want to do, be doing yeah. when you're sitting down specifically for that experience. Yeah. Um, but. Unfortunately, uh, the Fire Emblem game, uh, mobile game, and the Animal Crossing mobile game for smartphones has been delayed in development. Oh, wow. So, a game March in 2016 getting oh. delayed? Who yeah. would have thought? It's going to be a busy month for Nintendo, March 2017. Oh, yeah. it really is. With uh, two mobile games and the, the Switch it's so, it's so weird calling it the Switch. I still want to call it the NX. I almost said I, NX. I kind of stumbled it, there. It sticks with you. It sounded like a really cool thing, and I understand Just what they're doing. X is like a cool letter. Yeah, and like it's like <laughs> next. I don't know. Like I really like it. It looked like, yeah, if you stare at it and then put a T behind it, it's like next, and it's like, oh, I get yeah. it. It's your next I mean, the thing. Switch is still NX good. Thing. And, yeah, like the Switch is still good, but I don't know. Anyway, that's not what we're talking anyway, about. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have uh, plenty podcasts. of podcasts uh, yeah. talking about the Switch that you can check out here at ByteBSU.com. We're full of plugs today. Oh, boy. But so uh, some over uh, the next year, Nintendo will have a total of five mobile games out, um, one of which is already out, which is Mitomo, which we will be talking about in a little bit here. Summary. Uh, oh, summary. boy, Mitomo. Yeah. I've certainly played that in the last six months oh yeah uh and then the the one that was uh specifically talked about during apple's conference this year when they you know made their big show of being like nintendo and apple um is super mario run they make terrible decisions yeah so (laughs) super mario run still have megan duffy support despite all these terrible decisions anyway sorry i'm bitter it's cool it's cool. How how bitter do you feel about Super Mario Run? I'm not bitter at all about that, to be no. honest. Dude. I'm bitter because it's not coming to Android. Like, what it's the heck? It's probably coming to Android. It'll probably be, like, a timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, probably. But it's like, I mean, by the time you get it, the hype will die down. Let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've seen people criticize it. I mean, I love <laughs> stupid mobile games. Like, my addiction are match three games. I'm one of the five people in the world who still plays uh, Pokemon Shuffle. Oh yeah, I played that. I'm, and I played, I'm like sometimes about the yeah. fourth oh, person. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's the thing: I get it every. I have I have a morning routine. I wake up, check Pokemon Shuffle for my dailies, mm-hmm. and check uh, Puzzle and Dragons for my dailies. That's why I think Pokemon Go. Sorry, rolling back to Pokemon Go. It would really benefit from just having login and dailies because it has people checking your app. Yeah, you like honestly, like as hand holding as it might sound, I think you should honestly be rewarded for just opening the app. Yeah, like it's a lot of effort. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what Puzzle and Dragons and Pokemon Shuffle do, and that has gotten me in the habit of every like they're getting like I think I've logged into Puzzle and Dragons every day for coming up on two years. God, that's pathetic. Coming I'm up the on same two way, but now. with tapped out yeah. the Simpsons game. I mean, just dailies and are such a good rewards. way of getting people to interact with your stuff like because it gets them looking at the advertisements it has them potentially getting my because i am guilty of buying microtransactions mainly in pokemon shuffle when i'm like oh five more moves and i could get this or like i just want to capture this requisa because i've been battling it for 20 times now i just want to catch it yeah yeah no it definitely pushes you uh it doesn't feel like it pushes you forcefully to but uh you can get to that point where you want to make a microtransaction yeah so it's like you know dailies are such smart things and daily 
Hey. Such a smart woman. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm ah. a nice person. Oh my gosh, I love this podcast. Much, yeah. much uh, daily no compliments puns. from me over here. Uh, I hate Courtney, you, Courtney. You're the best boss. But oh God, like boss, stop. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, yeah. But I, I love stupid mobile games. Getting back to my point, like I love match three. Oh, Matt, See, I mean, that that was the uh, biggest issue is that with uh, Super Mario Run, everyone was like, it's just an endless runner. There's nothing creative Those about are it. So addicting, though. Like when you're like waking up in the morning, you want to, and you're just kind of like, especially in the cold mornings, you don't want to get out of bed. You want to snuggle up a little bit more, stay mm-hmm. warm for like ten more minutes. You know, having a mindless game like Mario Run, where you're just running. Yeah. You, you kind of like Flappy Bird. Yeah. yeah. It's honestly like, didn't Flappy Bird wasn't it accused of like stealing it, the I mean, pipes it did. from oh, yeah. Yeah. straight up? So I bet Nintendo saw that and they were like. We can do that. I mean, it's closer we to would like to play. Run. Yeah, it's, it's closer <laughs> to Temple Run than Flappy Bird, from yeah. at least from what I saw. It's like a two D uh, side scrolling Temple Run. I don't know. Like people, I've I've saw a lot of people crap on it pretty much immediately. It'll be a fun mobile game, it'll and then it'll fun. die out, and we'll forget about it. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, it is uh, a one time purchase. So it's not going to be free for one, yeah. but uh, apparently there will be no further purchases or microtransactions. Apparent, according to uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, they'll stay true for about two weeks, and they're like, "Oh, wait, we want to make even more money from this, so uh, go buy a golden mushroom, and you'll be invincible." A star. Yeah, yeah. A There's star. a star. They already have golden that. mushrooms. Is you like a mushroom, but over and over. Right. Oh yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. Sorry, I was just throwing out words to, you know, because here's the thing, with, with a mobile game, there'd be a golden mushroom, let's be real. They would 100% make a golden mushroom, like, hey, pay 90, that would be their, that, yeah. no, you know what, that'd be their currency. Golden mushrooms would be the currency. I could see that. No, I hope it's just a one-time fee, because I'd pay $5 for a stupid Mario Run game. It probably yeah. wouldn't even be $5, probably like 2 bucks. Yeah, it is going to come out ahead of uh, Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem. It will probably be out by the holiday season, which we are rapidly approaching. Jeez, yeah, we are. Rapidly. It's Thanksgiving, and like, well, this is definitely dating the podcast, like two weeks till now. Yeah. From now, Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm pumped. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I'm thankful. For Thanksgiving. Hey, <laughs> Um, But yeah, I will definitely be downloading uh, oh, yeah, 100%. Super Mario Run. I mean, I say that I have like, I'm running on like 300 megabit bytes of uh, storage left on my phone. <laughs> I have no Yeah, those Nintendo's mobile games eat up a lot of data. Pokemon Go's mm-hmm. not that bad. I mean, yeah, like thinking like this will be brought up again later but Mitomo just that the reason I ultimately uh, uninstalled Mitomo was it just took up too much battery or too much uh storage space yeah. also ate up a lot of battery yeah so how how do you guys think uh Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem will fare as far as Animal working? Crossing will be good yes Fire I don't Emblem I have no Emblem. I don't even really play Fire Emblem I love so. Fire Emblem I love strategy games I don't um, I that's what I've been trying to wrap my head I can't around. Even, How I can't even work? express words. That's not as – that's just, like, it's not, not accessible. as – Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, people know Mario. People know Pokemon. Like, And Animal Crossing, like, it has that just kind of everybody appeal. Fire Emblem is a very specific crowd mm-hmm. of, like, these these niche strategy gamers. Because I'm, I'm a huge, huge, huge strategy game fan. <coughs> I've always been a fan of stuff like that. But – it's it's a weird it's a weird choice for mobile because with mobile you're looking for the casual gamer, Animal Crossing, Super Mario, Pokemon. It might yeah. reach more people in Japan because yeah. Fire yeah. Emblem's pretty big over there. Yeah, but even then, like, 
it will reach the gamers, but it's not going to... I really don't think it would reach the general populace because Fire Emblem is such a strategy-based game. Maybe it will be the waifu petting game. I'd be down for that. Oh yeah, the let one that just, was it was yeah, that, that was edited out, out of uh, yeah. North American Dude, release. Let me just like pet uh, Xander's face. I'd pet. I'd pay ninety cents to do that. But but uh, like, an, like a mobile Fire Emblem game would yeah. not work. Yeah, I do agree though with Courtney that it's probably going to be bigger in Japan because Japan's mobile games are crazy complicated. Like they get into it and first of all also note that uh japan's mobile phones are still flip phones but they're smartphones but oh, yeah. they really like the flip style and I think that's it's just like so crazy I think it's like something about style. their uh about the uh, characters the the characters yeah work it's, better it's, with the flip phone style yeah it's hard to uh type out romanji on touch yeah. screens uh for the most part and well romanji really that's just our to... that's our alphabet Mm-mm. uh when you type out well yeah it is from our alphabet but yeah. uh you can also yeah uh, just katakana type out the, the wording yeah yeah uh yeah they so japan has you know it's uh, a lot three alphabets than, yeah and kanji i don't even a lot of japanese people don't even remember kanji apparently yeah yeah uh there's for standard newspaper you're looking at about five thousand kanji yeah uh, to just generally understand so yeah Little, little crazy there. Um, but so, I'm definitely looking forward to the Animal Crossing oh, game. Oh yeah. Um, I wish it was coming out sooner. Yeah, but I love Animal Crossing. I guess we'll have a uh, Super Mario Run to um, I to get the latest tide update over. to uh, New Leaf. God, I really hope Kyle hasn't left my village. He's like my favorite villager. Oh my gosh. And I haven't played Animal Crossing like over a year because I have so me. many weeds. And it, well, no, because I have like the be- I have the beautiful town ordinance thing, so weeds um... don't grow. I'm. Animal Crossing and Minecraft are two games for me that I will play nonstop for like three to four weeks, mm-hmm. and then I just won't touch it for like yeah. a year. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah, like, like so... I will remember Feed the Beast, that my Minecraft mod pack, and then for like three weeks, I'll just go all into it, and I just I, I then tire myself out. And Animal Crossing, exact same way. Yeah. So speaking of not touching for like a year, <laughs> uh, Mitomo. So I remember vividly when oh, it was so uh, much fun when it came Mitomo out. came out. It was a big deal for Bite. Yeah, we oh, yeah. all really united as a club through Mitomo, and we learned a lot about each other. <laughs> we just wanted to have Ed board through Mitomo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> our meetings, like, just everyone go to Nick's house. Have, and... have the funny me voices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Pachinko. It was, yeah. It was, so when it first came out, it was really, really interesting to me because the things that you posted on there through questions that people asked you when they came over to your house in a very cute fashion because everyone's cute as a me. <laughs> um, everyone's cute to begin with. Yeah, we uh, are, especially yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you can't see me again because audio podcast, but oh boy. Oh boy. We, oh boy. we can't stand it. It's just shining. It's blinding. Uh, yeah, my blindingly <laughs> pale skin, maybe. <laughs> But um, so it was interesting because it was like things that you would never post. It was like, yeah, what's your greatest fear? And it even got like even more minute in like particular about that. And it's like, what's a dessert that you've had before that you wish you could have again right now? Like really cute questions in general. Yeah. And then people could ask things to you or answer things to you. And inevitably I got several you know, because every, cause everybody memes, has, like... Memes. Memes were going to yeah. happen. Like, like everybody, like, in, in friend groups especially, there's always those couple of jokes about people. 
Yeah. And everybody was saying the same jokes, and I'm like, ha ha, yeah, okay. That's so original. You're definitely not the fifth person to say something about bat... Wait, no, was that was before the bat fuck thing, when everybody was... Because this was, what, February that Mitomo happened? I feel like this March. March. I feel it was before BVS. It was before everybody was making fun of me for bat flick. This is like the sixth time bat flick has been brought up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. 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 So, yeah, like... Yeah, no, Mitomo was so much fun for, like, the first two weeks. Yeah. It, I, like, knew, though. Like, w- once you played it for two weeks and you were like, so what else is there to do in yeah. this game? And then you were like, oh, nothing? Yeah. Okay, like, I continued to play until the daily prizes stopped. Because, yeah. like, I thought they were just going to recycle over. Like, I got to day 31 and I was like, all right, it's going to go back to day one and it's still going to be, re- like, you know, giving me, like, coins and stuff, yeah. right? So, and it's like, nope, it's not going to give me that stuff. Actually, like, you know, how am I going to get the them? exact same thing. Um, Battle Cats. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever played that. Uh-uh. It's, um, it's a silly tower defense game. You play, so you're a bunch of cats and you get various cat types, like Muscle Cat, Tall Cat. Um, it's not called Bondage Cat. Okay. Um, no, okay. but it's essentially Bondage Cat. Um, it's it it, it it's a bizarre, weird uh, game. Um, Jap from Japan, and you know, it give you it would give you for the first month the uh, daily rewards of cat food and stuff, which cat food was like your currency to buy yeah. stuff. Um, and then it stopped, and as soon as that stopped, I'm like. Well, I have no reason to keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not gonna do those. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy that. Like, I like this game, but it's not like my level of addiction that I have with Pokemon Shuffle or Puzzle and Dragons. Where, no, just I wouldn't. I I barely even buy the Magic Stones of Puzzle and Dragons. It's not like my addiction with in Pokemon Shuffle, where I will gladly spend the dollar and buy this stuff. Yeah, I don't care enough. Yeah, the thing was with me is that I would get on for there were exclusive outfits. uh, every day, and they were only there for a day, and that that you know wonder kind of wore off pretty fast. Yeah, when it starts to look another yeah outfit. Yeah, it was like jeans, and then it was like ripped jeans. Yeah, Yeah, and the the clothes events like they would stick around for a long time and if you didn't like the clothes that they were offering yeah. in those events like sorry you're not gonna have any mini games to play for two yeah, weeks yeah they they were really smart in doing cats first off yeah, yeah. that was a good thing. one but like uh, splatoon i i i, I had a uh, bailed right before the platoon thing happened but i didn't that know been, that happened yeah. no that would have been really smart to bring that on early on because people love splatoon yeah but like the picnic themed one i don't want my me wearing a hot dog costume i can't eat hot dogs like (laughs) i'm not gonna play it yeah flower one was weird i didn't like the flower one the ninja one was really fun yeah i liked the ninja one but it was just like why why can't we keep up with the fun themes or like themes on nintendo original ips Mm -hmm. because like there was a mario hat you could get at one point and it's like why didn't you focus more on that yeah like, even in different aspects within those games or, like, different games. That would have yeah. been really interesting. Like, do some classics. Do a classic thing where you have Ice Climbers and Kid Icarus. Oh, Kid Icarus is enough of an IP itself now. Yeah. Um, F-Zero. Like, have, like, these classic games and let that, like, be its own theme because people people flipping love nostalgia. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Nin- Nintendo. Member berries, man. Yeah, they are uh, running off of climbers? that. Totally. They're um, basically a nostalgia brand now. They're kind of a nostalgia brand, basically. I mean, like, I would agree with they it. still make the, the, the difference between Nintendo brand nostalgia and, like, reboot brand nostalgia is Nintendo still makes good things. 
Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. But I Nintendo or Mitomo, eh? It I aside from like the uh, games and the lack of prizes that I wanted and just the burnout in general, I definitely got super burnout because there were some people who were really really dedicated to Mitomo and would answer like a hundred and twenty questions. So every time you went to talk to them, it was like okay, okay. Okay, and it just started to feel like I have to go through all of these. They're or, my friends. Yeah, or people would just give, like, the worst, most depressing answers. And it's like, okay. Yeah, like, people would be way too serious. It's like, like, yeah. it's like what's something you'd rather forget? Yeah. And someone would be like, the death of my father. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah. And it's just uh, like, hey, pal, like, we get, like, yeah, like, that's rough. That's rough. It's real rough. Yeah. But, like, it's me, Tomo. Like, you know, meme out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. But something you'd rather forget? Donald Trump just got elected president. That's something I'd rather forget. And yeah. you could meme about that. Log on to me, Tomo. Go ahead and say that. Uh, but like, I yeah, and like especially because it's reading it off in the cute little voice, which yeah. uh, I tried to take advantage of as much as I could. But obviously, if I'm like sitting in a crowded room, I'm not going to have my little voice going. Um, but especially on replies, that was fun when some people started like a song. And, like, there was one line oh, of the yeah. song, the next line of the song. I forgot about the replies. That had been fun. Yeah, and it's just, like, there had been that fun stuff. But God, it just was, so, like, even the fun stuff just got drowned out because it's, like, eventually people started making the same jokes. Yeah. And it got really tedious. Or, like, you just get the same, like, person. Like, okay, cool. I want to see somebody else now. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, interesting at first, especially for its implications as being a social media, because you kind of were stepped away from that being able to post anything um, and being able to, like, answer very specific, very personal things that uh, you you wouldn't ever volunteer that information for either you don't think about it or for, like, that's just kind of, like, being weird if you, like, post on Facebook. Like, one thing I've always regretted is yeah. blank. Um, so it was really interesting to get to know people in that way. I feel like I got to know a lot of Byte um, through Mitomo, and yeah. that was great while it lasted, but... Again, while it lasted. Yeah. Um, it's just... Yeah, they, it's... They, the, the problem with Nintendo mobile games so far, uh, Pokemon Go and uh, Miitomo, those are the two big ones. They is, just don't have lasting They don't qualities. have lasting appeal. Uh, Miitomo's effects were off very quickly. Pokemon Go stuck around, stuck around for a bit longer. It hits more of a nostalgia uh, chord with a lot of people. It, it hits mm-hmm. a nostalgia chord, and there's still a little bit more to do because, like, I'm still, like, I... I, I, I I, I well, I still want to check and um, you know maybe I'll see. Uh, I saw a Taurus the other day. I ran out of Pokeballs trying to catch it. Um, but like you know, you have that like, hey, let's. There's something I I can fill out. I want to go fill it out with me, Tomo. Like there was just no end. Like there was there was no quantifiable like data there for you to do. Yeah. And like with Pokemon Go. Oh, sorry. I think You're I just good. kicked you. Is um you know there's a potential for updates, which I think uh, data miners. Um, yeah. Uh, so we have Gen two is coming. I'd rather it it's be Gen three. I'm just so I'm I'm it's glad coming. it's going to be done with Gen one. I'm just I, yeah. I don't like Gen one. I thought it would be sooner. Um, yeah. Personally, um, especially after that staying power faded entirely, I was that like, could have been a good drawback. Yeah, I thought. 
um, like maybe they would have done it like September because yeah. they had those couple months like you burnt out at the end of the summer and then a lot of people went back to college and then uh, they had new opportunities for Pokemon Go and so like, we saw a spike again with stops, that. There's yeah. Stuff. Like if they, yeah, like it would have been smart doing like a two month release schedule. Well, what would have been really, what would be really smart is uh, the 18th if they just did Gen 6. Like yeah, yeah. that's a really big jump. Um, but I mean, I don't think for Gen 6, like, Gen 6 is, I don't think there's any tiebacks to old Pokemon besides the Kanto region with the Alola variants, where even then we already have Kanto, like, we have, uh, yeah. we have Gen 1, so that wouldn't be that weird of a jump. It would be kind of weird for the nostalgia people, Yeah, I, but that could drag them into Gen 6. I think the way they're releasing is so that the app has longevity more than, like, a year. Because that's why they've waited so long for Gen 2 to release. I mean, and then longevity's uh, dead, dude. Yeah, I definitely see that there's going to be a brief spike again. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with, like, playing it more than, like, for as long as, like, the Halloween event was going on. And, and in order to see, like, oh, what kind of Pokemon are going to uh, pop up around here. Because we've gotten used to... Uh, in these areas, generally, you'll see a Taurus. In these areas, generally, sometimes you'll see a Horsey, and that'll be cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it'll be really uh, interesting to see um, how people get back on that and then inevitably post complaints on social media about it. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to jumping back on. I want a Chikorita real bad. Yeah. I You know, because let's just think about it. I, I, I do enjoy Pokemon Go. I think it's a good time killer. But it's just, it's just so many bad decisions. Yeah. So, like, uh... Moving into positivity as we uh, wrap up here, what uh, original uh, Nintendo IP would you like to see become a mobile game? I really think Animal Crossing's got that for me, man. Yeah. Out of anything Nintendo that could have the potential to really shine mobile, it's Animal Crossing because that's such already a mobile experience, taking that with your handhelds. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see. I hope they don't screw it up. Like, I hope they give us a genuine Animal Crossing experience where it's like interacting with villagers having a social aspect of that could be cool if they handle it better than Mitomo, and maybe that's why they pushed it back yeah because we really don't know anything about animal crossing mobile no but you know i'd love it like i want to hang out with my favorite villagers as i'm on the go maybe like clean up a town plant some plants do yeah. some bushy bushes yeah i think it'll be interesting what about you courtney what would you like to see Nintendogs. Nintendo. Oh, I do love me some Nintendogs. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. That'd be a I good didn't even think about that. Too. Yeah. That'd be a really good mobile experience. Yeah, Walk no, your like Nintendog. Five minutes a day, just do something with your dog. No, that'd be. When that you're like happen. walking your dog, you can, if you like run past somebody else who's walking their Nintendog, and then your dogs can like react oh with each my other. Oh, yeah. Like that could be a. Yeah, that would be really smart too, but that's probably never going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think. Did they. When's the last time a Nintendo game was released? Nintendo DS. Like, I don't think they did anything on the Nintendo yeah. 3DS. The very first one. Yeah. 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 Nintendo is enjoyable. Like, I, I've i enjoyed it. I mean, I feel like a lot of the Nintendo experience has gone to Pokemon, though, with uh, the grooming and Pokemon Ami stuff, where you just yeah. kind of want to hang out. Yeah, I really enjoy that. That's one of Pokemon my favorite Pokemon Ami could make a good mobile app. That would be cool. Pair it up with your Pokemon Go and have the Pokemon crossover. 
Yeah. Or even get, get that as a way to get candy. Man, Niantic, hire me. Like literally, <laughs> literally just like a Pokemon petting game. Yeah. Like you can just pick a Pokemon and hang out with it. Yeah. No. I mean, they kind of have that with the Pokemon you're walking with, but getting that interaction in. Yeah. Would be a really good decision. Too bad Niantic doesn't make good decisions. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd be definitely down for that. The only thing I could really think of uh, for a new game would be like. It wouldn't have staying power at all. It would be like everyone downloads it in October and then it's gone. But uh, a Luigi's Mansion AR experience. I do love Luigi. Where like uh, you see the ghosts and you like click on it with uh, your finger and suck it up into the vacuum. Um, Luigi but that yeah, yeah yeah but that would be like it that would be the extent of the game but I would totally play that I mean yeah that'd be fun for like a month and it get Nintendo some some cash I don't know if it'd make up the cash but you yeah. know like it's just there's a lot of potential and I don't know it's just they've made it's like the DC uh, movies like. There's Hope. a lot of potential. There's but, a lot. There's so much potential, but, but they just keep squandering it. But but, but there's yeah. a chance. There are the uh, DC has one room in Justice League. Nintendo has uh, Super Mario Run and Animal Crossing. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see what happens. We'll see in the future. But. Uh... <laughs> This has been the Button Mash Podcast by its very own editorial board podcast. Uh, I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was our EIC. Courtney Tuckman. And our creative director. Megan Duffy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be looking toward the future versus what we've had so far from Nintendo in... Uh, terms of mobile games and uh, i love nintendo let me let me, yeah. let me put this we here. all love nintendo. i love N- nintendo is my favorite i love nintendo so much i ju- you can i'm just very critical of it because i love it so much yeah yeah you can uh check out some of our other thoughts uh that are fairly more positive uh on some of our other podcasts here at bytebsu.com also check us out on our soundcloud at uh ball state daily and uh be sure to follow us on itunes that would be super nice fam uh, but have a good day and open me Tomo. See what happens. If you even have it on your phone anymore. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.